Hi everybody, welcome back to the second half, yes, uh, this is a completely different voice, Gary's not changed his voice through the half-time break, uh, Kieran Goodins is back for the second half, uh, didn't get a chance to watch the first half, watched a couple of bits, but we are uh, here again for the second half of West Ham taking on Wolves, a very exciting first half, four goals in the first half, hoping there'll be more goals coming from the Hammers, in Gary's case, than, uh, than the opposition, but I don't, I hope that we don't, uh, I don't know, we have at least a couple of goals, as the second half kicks uh, off here, Wolves 1, West Ham 3, Gary is back, Gary obviously, you've been with the viewers since uh, minute 1, um, how have you sort of summed up the, the performances from both teams, starting with the home side? Um, the home side, they're looking a bit poor, but they could be stronger. Um, and I think they could be strong. Yeah, like I said, they could be stronger and they need to push a little bit more. And then obviously then, then your boys you must be happy with the three-goal lead. But I, I think a bit of worry is set, maybe settling into your mind with a repeat against Arsenal uh, with that goal by Den Donker at, at half-time. Talk to me about that. Uh, yeah, I, I see exactly what you mean. And I think it it's like it could happen. It's just uh, how and when. Of course. If it's, it's going to happen. Of course, that goal just before half-time. Nobody really ever wants that to happen. But of course, it, 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 it might happen here as... The two teams are just in for for position, of course, and for, for possession of the ball. But Jesse Lingard's performance in the first half just very, very good. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll come on to that as I uh, inform the fans that uh, Fabio Silva making an appearance. Uh, the the young lad signed from Porto, 50 million, the same age as us, Gary, 18 years old, moving to the Premier League, 50 million from Porto. He comes on for Daniel Pedence, who really has been, has been Wolves' best player this season. So, you know, I'm, interested, I'm interested to see what happens if the ball dropping into the box, but can't really make much of it as Fabianski clears. Wolves enjoying most of the possession of this opening exchanges of the half. And of course the the other game, the earlier game being Everton drawing to Crystal Palace. Let's talk about that Gary because I think that's very, very in, interesting uh, that Everton dropped points once again at home. Do you feel like their poor performances at home has been the reason why they are so low in the table? Yeah, I think that has a factor to it. I think maybe it's the pressure of not having the fans there and everything. And I don't know, to be honest. I think it's just there and I hope they do better. Carl Ancelotti in charge. They've had, they've had some uh, good good signings coming in, but maybe they, they think they're harder on the table. But this season has been incredibly different. There's a ball playing now to, to Lingard, who's... Enjoying this sort of wing type position, we've seen that with England. We'll come on to England a little bit later on uh, in the half as well, and sort of their performances 
in their three World Cup qualifying matches. What what did you cover in the first half, Gary, in terms of other news stories? Um, about Declan Rice obviously being injured. Um, unfortunately for West Ham, also the um, death of the Arsenal fans TV man. Of course, yeah, just, rest in peace. Yeah, of course. I just want to make a comment on, on that personally because you know obviously I wasn't I wasn't watching the first half, didn't join you guys for the watch on, but Arsenal fan TV's had some massive massive stick. He's had some massive stick. Uh, over the past couple of years with not being on it with his racial comments and stuff like that but he was a massive massive figure on there he was a massive reason why they became so popular on YouTube you know they've got a massive following Arsenal fans and not Arsenal fans I think we, we spoke about it a little bit haven't we on these watch alongs just just filling on just no, you haven't what a time now you... oh, okay just filling sort of conversation and you... Join the beats out, Gary. Don't come down. Uh, you know, it's obviously really interesting when you were a few technical difficulties there. And, yeah, but, you know, you sort of think when Arsenal lose, you, you go on Arsenal fan TV, you see the reactions. And But but, but Claude, who's passed away, he, uh, he of course, was, was a massive personality on there and a very realistic person on the channel. So, uh, you know, Rest in peace, we think, everybody at True Fans, we think of his family, we do it. Uh, to all massive sports stars, we always try and pay respect. But he was a fan, and he's a fan like us. So it's massive as Trial Ray. Um, potentially uh, questionable for a foul, but instead West Ham getting the foul. Ruben Neves. Dan is chucking the ball over in a, in a fury. No. Uh, Ruben Neves is still questioning the ref decision. Gotta be careful here. Not a yellow card shouldn't be produced here. Yeah, let's come on. Before we come on to England, Gary, I want to talk about a Premier League great. I think I think is the best way to say Sergio Aguero, leaving Man City at the end of the season, of course. You come on to where he's going, but also you look at Man City's replacement. They're not automatically going to go with Jesus. Let, let's move on that because I think that there's two there's two people that I think we've got to debate. Kane and Haaland. What? No. Two 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 very very different players. Who? If you were Man, if you were a Man City fan, if you were some Man City board of directors, who would you personally go for? Ooh. Two very, very different strikers, uh, two very different types of strikers, of course, but I think it's questionable. I think they'd have, obviously, they've been linked with Haaland, so Chelsea, but I think the person, the people who they're going to go with is Haaland. It, uh, yeah, I mean, that definitely seems to be a natural move. Uh, for him because he's a fresh face moving into the Premier League is it the situation where Man City probably won't go for Haaland because maybe their their rivals Man United are in the pursuit of Harry Kane we spoke about Harry Kane uh, the other week on on the podcast for saying about him leaving uh, is Man United a more tradi- traditional uh, move for him and, and would it be better for all parties that he 
we see Haaland at Man City and, and Kane at United. Um, yeah, I think it could be better for Haaland's career to go to Man City, um, but as well as for Kane's career to obviously win trophies, going to go Man U because we know what tro- uh, trophy history um, uh, top. So yeah, I think it's going to look a bit different. Great passing around here by uh, by West Ham. Masaraku playing in a more advanced position tonight, trying to put in a crossing. And there he is, and the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Noble. An interception there, of course. Scaria hoping that he can have a, a Europe field uh, last season, of course, at the club, whether that's uh, Champions League or Europa League. I'm sure West Ham fans will appreciate either after their poor season last season as West Ham enjoy a corner here both of these teams have, have been the best at goals from set pieces West Ham having a, a taller group of players should we say Suchek, Dawson probably the target men trying to get this fourth goal do you think the fourth goal will, will kill this game off so early in the second half Gary? Uh, not necessarily because obviously Look what happened with Arsenal. We were three 0 up in half time. We lost the lead, so anything can happen, really. Oh, that was a great chance there by Bowen. He's already got one today. He's getting near enough getting the second, and you think Bowen's not the tallest player on the pitch? So the fact that he's winning aerial battle, he proves good as he's playing up front. Antonio having to go off in this in that first half. Maybe adding another name to the West Ham injured list. He has already been injured this season. Thirdly, Bowen can step up in that striker position. We've seen it so many times. But West Ham doesn't lack goals. We obviously spoke about that on the podcast, Gary, that potentially West Ham need another goal-field striker like Antonio. Yeah, I think we do need that. I think it's proven that we have. Um, someone who can attack. Highlights of, obviously this watch live will be on the True Fans podcast, but we're also going to put it on the uh, TIW podcast, which Gary controls as well. We'll put that on both. Oh, Gary, I've got something to tell you. Is this podcast related or? Yes, it is podcast related. Oh, go on then. Say we, we don't want to bring any anybody that's not part of the channel into it, but no, no, please continue. Your time to shine. True Fans United has a uh, True Fans podcast. Sorry, has a TikTok. This is great. This is great news. So we can go more places now. Yes, definitely. We can advertise it. There, poor possession there by uh, Wolves. I think this watch along should be, be titled. I think this watch along should be titled. Uh, we have created a TikTok rather than the West Ham versus Wolves watch along, but. We'll see the, the edit process. Um, I think it's looking quite different, to be honest. Obviously, TikTok um, will be releasing like kits, leaks, and everything. Obviously, it's kits that look quite nice for next season, apparently. 
definitely. So obviously go over to the, to TikTok and find the True Fans podcast. Uh, TikTok, but also we've got the Instagram, we've got the channel Anchor and Spotify, uh, we've got the football team uh, making development as well. So much stuff you can find from the True Fans of the Beautiful Game. Of course, these watch alongs being my hard act to get to spend some time with you, Gary. That's nice of you, Kieran. Thank you very much. I can't be nice on one today. But let's 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 move back to Aguero then, because I obviously want to sort of talk about that in detail because he's a player, Gary, that has lit up the Premier League for the past, you know. Nine or ten years. I mean, you know, we hear so much about these legends, you know, of, of the, uh, you know, of, of the league of the Premier League era, and we're like, yeah, you know, this, this Ambrey, but we never saw them live. We saw Aguero live. He was a massive part of Man City winning leagues and and sort of moving forward with their empire. He will be gladly. I think he'll be greatly missed by all Man City fans. I think he will. Um, I've got some facts here, so some facts with Gary. Um, Balotelli's only assist in the Premier League, or well, for Man City, was to set up the Aguero goal for them to win the league. Way back in 2012, it seems like a different era then, didn't it, in Manchester City? I mean, you look at the squad that was in, was it Manchester City in 2012 and they won the league, and you know. They, they didn't have all the big money players, but that kick-started something. When Pep came in as well, you know, the players that they brought in was incredible. And, but Aguero stayed, Aguero stuck, stuck and was massive as a Stuart Pearce. Of course, part of the... Uh, he was named the, uh, the number one hard man at Match of the Day. I saw Match of the Day doing some hard, top ten hard men as Stuart Pearce. Was in, was in there. He was. He never backed down from any challenges. But that's easy to say. But Aguero wasn't. But we're coming back to Aguero. Um, yeah, I mean his goals were ridiculous. Is this could be a chance here for West Ham? Don't move crazy. Sumchet's got to put it in, and he has. And he's offside. No. What is going on? I don't even know. David Moyes in a state of shock. He can't believe it. Connor Cody's protesting. Bowen makes the shot here. Great save by Patricia. And I think they say it's a handball that Suchek can't do to control it. Then he put it in the back of the net. Samedo's hand was straight up. And no, no, the goal doesn't stand still. Wolves won. West Ham three. Suchek possibly thinking that that goal would have killed the game off, but he did control it with his hand, to be fair, so that is the right decision. And there they are, having one of his quickest checks, I believe. And probably one of the most accurate, to be honest. Yeah, but we don't want, even though we are... Uh, well, even though Gary's a fan of West Ham, he's staying neutral. Aguero, Aguero, Gary, can I just say one thing? I mean, let's have a look at his career, by the way, uh, at, at Manchester City. This this is goals in all competitions for Manchester City. How many goals do you think he's scored in all competitions for Man City? What, over, 
season or like well, uh, well since he's since he joined Man, Man City in the summer of 2011 560 goals no take away 300 260 goals I mean that's the same as Alan Shearer that's a great ball down the line here Cresswell may be in trouble Pedro Neto driving forward into the ball he could shoot here he stinks the gloves of Fabianski but Fabianski making sure to regain it. Of course, nice to see Fabianski back in between the sticks for West Ham following his injury in training. And very nice as well to see Rui Patricio back in training in the match today following that uh, injury. Against, collision. Yes, in, against Liverpool. We wish him the best on the podcast. Nice to see him back. And it's also nice to see Masawaku back after knee surgery. Wolves here. I think they can push on, but if they can get an early goal in the second half, it'll be massive for them. Game on, you can say. Um, is it? Is it? So, Gary, this one, obviously, a lot of people have been saying that it's like their final seasons or their or, or they're leaving and, and and stuff like that. Obviously, we we've just said about Noble. Um, Obviously now uh, Aguero. Is it the case now? And very very similar to Noble, which trying to have a, a good Europa League run. Is it? Is Man City's mindset of potentially winning a quadruple, but also massively winning the Champions League, is that something that has to happen now because Aguero is leaving? Are they going to probably fight a little bit more in the Champions League? for Aguero to at least get a medal because he's got a medal in every other uh, competition at Man City yeah I think they might push a bit more I don't think it will fully kind of they'll, they'll make them push more but I think they will have a more fight just to give them that chance of course Man City hosting Borussia Dortmund tomorrow at 8 o'clock uh, in, the, in, in the Champions League uh, quarter-finals, the other game being my team, Liverpool. We are travelling to the Spanish capital as we take on Real Madrid. I think the, the happiest thing for me as a Liverpool fan is Ramos is, uh, is injured, so uh, Salah doesn't have to worry about having his arm broken. No comment. Please, Gary. I was literally just going to say, oh, you face Real Madrid, let's not hope what happened last time. Well, to be fair, they've not got a bail. Not got a bail this year. Uh, Gonna be, it's going to be very, very different and I'm going to be obviously watching that game in, in, in massive scare, massive scare. Obviously there is no West Ham weekday games because, you know, we're not that standard at the moment. 
when, when we see obviously Wednesday of course Bayern Munich taking on Paris Saint-Germain a very interesting game in, in that one the biggest the, the biggest intrigue is because uh, Bayern Munich will be without Robert Lewandowski um, Paris Saint-Germain does have Neymar and um, Mbappe fit for that one and then Porto take on Chelsea Chelsea trying to um, you know, come back after after that shock defeat to West Brom uh, this weekend. Uh, no comment, Gary. You got to stay neutral. As um, if I become in big trouble. <laughs> for, yes, you will from there. Yes, as uh, Diop here uh, conceded a free kick right on the edge of Wolves' box here. So a potential shooting chance. I'll be interested to see which of. Wolves strikers will hit this. Ruben Neves is the man standing over it. Lucas Fabianski commanding his wall. Quite a quite a way out to shoot, but Ruben Neves has hit them from this distance in the past. He decided to pass it. Interesting choice here was Pedro Neto. I'm so. I'm surprised he's acting uh, so shocked that I didn't go in because that was not the cleanest strike of the Portuguese. I'm guessing he's Portuguese, half of them are. The Wolves? I'm gathering so as well because I think it's Ruben. Because if you look, Ruben Diaz is um, Portuguese as well, isn't he? It's obviously Ruben, I'm thinking. Probably is Portuguese. Is indeed, is indeed. Does uh, West Ham make their first? Substitution, Masaraku Second. coming off. Did, did I say that right, Masaraku? Uh, yes, it is Masaraku. Yeah, coming um, off. Coming off for Ben Johnson, I'm pretty sure. Yes, that's uh, that, that, that's correct. Is, 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 that, is that a wise decision from David Moyes? Is he potentially going a bit defensive, five across the back? Um Oh, you know, or is it the case of Masaraku just coming back? They don't want to rush him. What do you think? I think it's a bit of both. I think we're playing more defensive, and I think we don't want to rush Masaraku either. Tactics obviously made there by David Moyes, who's had a who's transformed West Ham, and I think a lot of people have been debating why and how he's massively debate. Massively transformed West Ham into a into a Europe contender, but you've got to say that he's put the fights back in the players, and potentially, you know, the absence of fans may have, you know, changed his opinion. That's a great ball. Fabio Silva is in here. This could be it, and it is. Fabio Silva makes it three-two. Game on. For Wolverhampton Wanderers, the young 18 lad, a great finish there. Gary doesn't seem sound pleased, we'll get his reaction in a minute. Great passing here from West Ham, and Diop leaves him. Diop not checking over his shoulder. It's a lovely, calm finish from the 18 year old, but you've got a question that West Ham's uh, French centre half there doesn't track his man. Controls it down brilliantly, and Fabianski rooted to the spot there. And you got to say West Ham 
were they were the better team in this second half. But Wolves got the goal. Gary, your thoughts? Absolutely poor from West Ham, to be honest. I'm out a few words. We know um, we know what he's like. I'm out a few words. That's Fabio Silva's third goal this season. And how interesting is that? Mark Noble is sticking to him like glue after that second goal. David Moore shaking his head. Gary, I think a lot of West Ham fans thought that the Arsenal game is a bit of a defeat when you conceded it. Is it is it becoming a bit of a um, you know shake shaky hands potentially sweating a little bit here? Yeah, my hands are. I'm not gonna lie, sweating a little bit. I'm sweating myself as well. But I think we need to just keep it calm and keep it relaxed. West Ham taking on Leicester, of course, this week, uh, this weekend. A game which uh, I'm sure will be uh, watched with intensity from Gary and, of course, our uh, former. Uh, you know, co-presenter Sam Kittel. As Wolves seem to have a bit of a fiery here and they're in it. They're in again. Look at Stings the Glover Fabianski back in, back in the box. Clear, this could be a shot on the edge of the box from Dan Donker and it goes over. And West Ham, Gary, are lost. Men at ship at the moment at the back. It, I mean, talk to me, Gary, what is going on? I don't know. We are absolutely shocking. Um, and I think, and I mean it, we are absolutely shocking. That's all he can say. I'm not sure whether there whether will be a VAR intervention if the ball ended up in the back of the net. But there was, there was definitely questionable. Uh, you know, interest there because. West Ham are uh, potentially shutting down here. They've put five at the back. Suchek and Noble are more defensive players. They're trying to hold on to this lead now. Part of the bus, if uh, obviously FIFA FIFA fans are watching, will ref will, will know that phrase. Time is running out. Seven for the for not only this game but also this watch along. So we better get on to some other news because. Uh, England, of course. This is the first podcast we've done since the World Cup qualifiers. Three wins, nine nine points. Starting off with a a very easy game against San Marino. Then, of course, the uh, Albania. Was it? It was one. Fargo. Oh, it was. Uh, Al- Albania, of course, winning two 0 as William Jose makes way for Vettina. I'm definitely sure I got that name wrong, but hey-ho. There's a Jesse Lingard getting injured there, trying to take the free kick quickly, but can't. Uh, and yeah, then obviously we, we made a bit of a... got a work cut out of us against Poland, and but managed to get the win. Uh, 2-1, so... Gary, talk to me. Talk me through your feelings about um, 
quite England's performance because there, you know, there were some good parts of it. There's obviously room for improvement. You know, just sort of tell me your general thoughts. There's room for imp- improvement, and I think at the same time there can be bits we need to look at and stay positive about. So obviously, winning the first game and the second game, the Kings even goal against Poland, we need to think about working more defensively and working as a team. But obviously, attacking was fine. Is, is it the case of obviously these World Cup qualifiers? Every, is it the case of now because there's so much competition between the England players? Uh, you know, at the moment, is it the case of every single performance they can get before Gareth Southgate has to announce his, his squad for the Euros? The better chance they have uh, 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 potentially going to the Euros is it a case of if you don't feature in the England squad? Soon you could be forgotten about. I don't think it's that. I think if yeah, if you prove yourself worthy of the England squad, then he'll pick you. But at the same time, there could be some players that he might not choose who have been absolutely having an absolute brilliant season. Of course, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, we've got to talk about before we talk about our teams. You mentioned about this season. Is it the case of people? Gareth Southgate's got to prioritise his choice through this season because I look at it as ever since the World Cup in 2018, which is a massive, massive time scale. But that was the last time we went to a competition. So, it, so is it the case of they've got to look at it from there, or is it going to be much more, uh, more recent? What do you think? I think it's got to look from from as well as recent because obviously from there people could have had good times playing for England and obviously had a good season with them but obviously and then like kind of died down a little bit and I think you need to look at who will play good with England and who will like kind of link together playing for England Obviously regular fans of the podcast will know that we support uh, uh, well I support Liverpool you support West Ham players from our club that you can see getting picked for the for the Euros but we're going to do something slightly different here you're not, I'm not going to do Liverpool, and you're not going to do West Ham. I'm going to do West Ham. You're going to do it the opposite way around. And you're going to do Liverpool. So, um, we'll, 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 we'll go uh, I'll, I'll go one, you go one. And I think the easiest for me is Declan Rice. I know he's injured at the moment. He spoke about that earlier. Um, you know, That's if he's back in time, you know, on the team sheet, a great season. Even last season when they were struggling, they, he was still a big part of why you guys stayed up. He's an absolute machine in that holding midfield place. I really do think that. And then obviously there's that debate about should he go, should he leave West Ham? But I think now he's being made captain. He, he's, you know, Mr. West Ham at the moment. He's massively responsible for some great performances. And, and obviously tonight, you know, as we're watching the game, you're winning, but is it a case of if you end up losing the game or potentially drawing the game, will you need Declan Rice there? And I think England massively do. You know, I've questioned Gareth Southgate about how defensively he plays. We're playing five defenders, but if you, even if he plays four defenders, I cannot see him not pick Declan Rice. Yes, they did play him against San Marino, but San Marino has only won one international game ever. 
So did he really need Ekamas there? Probably not. But he performed against Albania, performed against uh, Poland in, in big competitions. So that'll be the first man I think he... Even if you talk about any player for England, you can... And, and obviously top... Easily top three. You've got to say he's going to be on the team sheet. So Declan Rice is going to the Euros. Your first Liverpool player. Oh, you probably noticed he's going to be Trent Alexander-Arnold. I think absolutely brilliant youngster, proving his worth at Liverpool and proving how much he can play and how good he can play and giving Wan-Bissaka um, and obviously like Carl Walker and Trippier the run for the winner. Wow, big force. But uh, yeah, I want Trent to go, but I think Walker will go as well and I think there's that I can't see these James going, and I can't see Kieran Trippi going. A lot of people are talking about, uh, you know, Aaron Wabsaka going, but don't think Gareth Southgate trusts him. As uh, West Ham make yet another change, four nails. Could not getting the goal tonight. Gary's favourite West Ham player, of course, Pablo Fornaus. Him coming off for Said Bellarama. Bellarama making a an appearance. Has he been injured? No, he hasn't. Huh? I'm, I'm interested to see the shape of West Ham is bowing, trying in forward once again. I'm interested where they're fitting all these players now. I'm guessing it's a 4-2-3-1, but I might be different. Gary, what's your thoughts? Uh, I think it is a 4 3 2 one to be honest. I think I think it's going to be better run more in the middle, maybe Lingard on the right, maybe even drop Bowen and bring Benarama up front rather or put Lingard up front. A lot of options and options are something that West Ham have, Liverpool don't, but every club wants, of course, in this time of the, of the, the Premier League season. Let, let's move back to England then, because I've got one more. I don't know if you've got one more. But, uh, it's, there's a, uh, I've got to cut you off. Uh, Suchak seems to be down here taking his boot off and his socks off. This, this, could, be a, this could be a problem here for David Moyes because of Rice's injury. Antonio going off in the first half. Suchek, the Terminator, I like to call him. He's a, he's a nutter. Well, that's what I mean. That, that's why I call him the Terminator. But, but this is not good here. The, the videos have had to go over to him. David Moyes, you can, you can see he's not happy about his team's performance, particularly in the second half. You've got a, I think West Ham fans have got to question West Ham's game mentality. I think it's a big thing because of their uh, their, their ability to uh, start games really well. But, uh, yeah, I think we need to Moyes needs to question the team to be honest. But we can keep it for the last fifteen minutes. We'll be all right. Suchek is uh, is still down here. Uh, it seems like. Uh, you, you, you question where it is, you can't really see with the videos being there, but uh, it seems to be his ankle here. Suchek is, is putting his boot back on, so good signs, of course. You can't 
I don't think he's going to be putting his boot on to walk down the tunnel either. Doesn't have to do that. And now, of course, you've got it. West Ham fans are going to look at, at this. Added time, potentially. You don't, you don't see this a lot. The, the kit man may be looking for an extra pair of socks for the Thomas Suchek. He's going off, but there's always that potential of him going back on because, of course, uh, the, the rules of the game is once you're injured, you go, you go leave the pitch and then wait until the referee calls you back on. Suchek's walking fine, but he's, he's not walking. He's in a bit of pain. The physio, of course, has got, gotten a bit better than us as the ball is gifted back to West Ham and Suchek is back on the field. Not walking the best, but the physio might have him to be keeping close eye on that, Gary. Um, since that happened, of course. Let's quickly finish off the, um, the, the England chat for West Ham and Liverpool because I've got one more, one more I hope you've got one more um, but and then we'll move on to a, an incident that happened at the weekend involving a concussion um, for, for me I think Lingard played himself into the England squad I think I was surprised when he put him on the right against uh, San Marino but of course they did it um, and I think I think he can definitely play there. I, I can't see him playing a lot of the time in England. It can. Um, because of, obviously, Mount, Foden, uh, Grealish, Madison. Yeah, there's, there's, there's massive attacking midfield options, but he can play there. He can play, of course, uh, you know, in, in camp. So you, you've, got to, you've got to say that he's played himself, played himself into, into the West Ham squad again. A great signing for them. It's definitely relifted his career. He's had the most goals and assists of anybody um, that arrived in the January transfer window. So you have to say something. He's, of course, again, getting a, a great solo goal tonight. He's played himself into the England squad. And it'll be a vital part because he brings that experience that I think England have been lacking through using all the youngsters. So Jesse Lingard, my, uh, my pick of going to the Euros. And that's it from the West Ham squad, but I hope that Gary got on the ball. There's a few I could pick. I was thinking Curtis Jones, but I think he's a bit too young to kind of step to what well, top tier England football. But there's also the sign of Milner. But I think he has got to be a Milner. I don't think there's anyone else who can kind of contend with him. I think he's also kind of experienced and able to play Jordan, quick football. Jordan Henderson? He's injured, isn't he? Yes, but he, he is coming back uh, in, in this month, really. Well, uh, well, I'd say Henderson then, but if he doesn't, then no, no. Okay, alright, so that, that's our pick. West Ham driving forward this time with uh, Ben Johnson. Easily getting marked there by the Wolves midfielder. Of course, Wolves now trying to push on for that third goal here, at least getting a point from this game. Because six minutes in normal time. Cause then plus had the time due to Suchek's injury. This has been a very, very fast-paced second half. This has been a good second half. We've, we've always said that this one, we watched the second half and 
It's a bit boring, but definitely not in this game. Nice to react to a goal if you carry. Not like our previous watch along of Everton versus Southampton. Say no more, say no more. Right, well, let's move on to this concussion incident, Gary, because it's been a questionable story over the past couple of weeks. Um, the, basically, what has happened is it was against it was Leeds versus Sheffield United. As Ruben Neves in getting in the referee's book, an injury this time on Jesse Lingard. The West Ham players dropping like flies tonight. Don't say that. Lingard holding his five. Ruben Neves getting his seventh booking of the season. about this concussion well, then, well this was the interesting thing obviously I, I wanted to uh, wanted to cover it so there was an incident with a Sheffield United player and a Leeds player that was played advantage due to Leeds having a chance now that is an area that we discuss he was immediately holding his head both players were mm. West and then the game continued as both players continued playing. Then both of these individuals went down again in a two-minute gap. One of the players left the field. And then the, the Leeds player carried on, I believe. Now, if you look at this, this event in chronological order... You look at this situation as a whole. The rules of the game are that players automatically stop the game if there's a head injury. Now that's not just in the Premier League. That's in, uh, you know, Sunday League. That's in an area where I can remember when, you know, when when I played, where you, as soon as you hit, as soon as people shout there's a head injury, whoever has the ball, regardless of the team, kicks it out. Yeah. And the referee stops. Obviously, you get it is a massive thing. It's a massive thing for kids, but also you've got to look at it as adults. A head injury is awful. You know, you've seen that across all football. Because head injury can like end careers. Massively, absolutely massively. So that we've seen that a couple of times this season. Ironically, they were watching Wolves, and they've had two massive head injuries with Ruth Patricio and Val Jimenez this season. The first, bit, the first big thing is the referee didn't stop it. They let Leeds has to have the chance to score the goal. Now, you don't know if the goal would stand, but he, it was a miss. Should the referee have stopped it regardless if there's a chance? Because to me, it's more important to check that person as a head injury or as a goal. I might say that because I don't follow either team. If it was Liverpool, it would probably be a bit different. But... But surely the, the health and safety of the players have got to come first rather than an attempted opportunity at goal, Gary. Yeah, I think the safety of the players has got to come first. At the end of the day, it is health and safety. And you have to check because 
the player could be seriously hurt. So, do you remember our, um, that Hall player that got kicked in the head versus Chelsea? Yeah. So it could have been like that, for instance. Well, they could have fractured the skull or anything. There's been instances constantly throughout, throughout the course of the Premier League season, probably the most remembered, of course, is Patrick Jack, he always played his famous head, head gear, of course. He, that was an incident on the football pitch involving a head injury, but I think it's an interesting thing when you when you look at that. As uh, Jesse Lingard there, not pleased with the referee, following a handball, Wolves driving ahead here. Wolves have got to push on here if they're going to get that goal. West Ham have been... Uh, solid in defence since Fabio Silva's goal, but I think it's the case of you have to you have to be if you're going to keep this game. You can't have a repeat of an Arsenal if they, if there is a repeat, it is that same scoreline. Ironically enough, obviously we won't be going to the top four. Yes, of if course. If we draw this game, of course we'll be out to the Premier League table once the. Uh, once the game's over, of course, because that finishes this round of, of matches, so the league is concrete since until next week. Or next weekend, of course. Oh, that's a that's a poor challenge. Again, Ruben Neves, this time on Mark Noble. Ruben Neves has got to be careful here. In the second half since I've been watching it, he's had, he's had a few instances, picking up the other cards as well. Ruben Neves has got to, got to stay out of these harsh challenges. As uh, Rayan Nuri makes way for Kajana Hoeva, both of these players not Portuguese. Very unusual. Very unusual for Wolves. Four added minutes. Oh, the Clark West Ham going to hold on for four minutes as Fabianski sets to pay this free kick, pushing his men forward. Um, we'll not be surprised if this goes in the corner as he enjoys a nice slip there. Well, hey. They're just fans there, of course, that's what they would do. There's a tussle there from a suit check and gets the other card for it. So, And again, Ruben Neves questioning the referee's decision. Don't think he'd be questioning his decision once he uh, gets sent off. That's Suchek's fifth booking of the season. But what a Terminator he is. Him and Arnold Schwarzenegger in the next Terminator film, please. Yeah, so that's his most famous feat of strength would have been when he got hit in the head and was bleeding and he carried on playing. And one of the performances here was that it, all the way through that game, highlighted on, on so many different app, uh, different ways like Sky Sports Match of the Day, uh, Sports Report. I listened to a lot actually. Triori sets to take the shot. Diop was there. If West Ham can break here, this could be again clear if they manage to get it. Jesse Lingard not not rushing, taking up better armour. His first memorable touch. I don't think he's had a, a lot to his first half. And Conor Cody gets the ball hit against his legs. So gives West Ham the throw. Yeah, coming back to that uh, head injury sort of situation, what did you think? Obviously, then the player goes down. So, obviously, they've been checked by a physio. They've checked their head injuries, and then they've gone off. 
do you think that automatically if they're showing a head injury they should automatically go off because this new rule about the head injury and they can have an automatic substitution they don't it doesn't count as a substitution in terms of the, the traditional free substitutions it doesn't count so does is it the case of as soon as you had a head injury and it was a bad challenge as well do you personally think that it automatically should be a substitution you're going off. Or, or do you yes think it... and no, because yes, because obviously it can be quite a serious head injury, but then no, because you don't, you don't. The player could be strong enough to play on. So obviously, again, like Sojek, um, when he played on, he played, he just got up and carried on playing. But the didn't. In the, in, the, in the game against Man United in the FA Cup. Yeah. Wolves getting the corner here in the last minute. And at the time, the team, all of them pushing forward. We won't be surprised if Rui Patricio makes an, an appearance in this. And, and Jeff, as we were talking, Jesse Lingard picked up the end card for uh, wasting time of the call. Poor corner again there by Wolves, not even hitting the first man. Wolves are keeping people forward. Lingard holding the back of his leg following that challenge on, uh, on, on Ruben Nevers. So, last time's physio is going to be interesting tomorrow morning. There seems to be a few. Rice, Antonio, Sujak and Lingard to the name of a few. Lingard's down here, but Mark Noble's picked him up saying just carry on playing it. We've not got we've got seconds to spare and that looks at Fabianski saying, Why are you kicking the ball out? Fabianski thinking he's playing end. Yeah, Fabianski thinking he's playing rugby. Thinking about you have to kick the ball out to finish the game and Yeah, hasn't Wolves trying to break for this last attack hour. That's a that is a challenge and a half there. And that is all the woman wrote, that is a natural phrase before you question it, West Ham enter the top four of the Premier League with a massive, massive win here. Jesse Lingard down, but pleased that he picked up the goal the sixth minute. Jesse Lingard picking up. The goal, of course, uh, in Arvin. The handbags are out from all the players. Jesse Lingard, the man, and Pedro Neto for, for the Wolves. So, uh, not Pedro Neto, but somebody else. Ruben Neves is there again with the referee. Ruben Neves, you've got to be careful because you can still get sent off. So Lingard's protesting his innocence, he's saying, nothing. I didn't do anything, but, well, we all love a bit of an end of game situation. David Moyes delighted to see the final whistle. Obviously, Lingard picking up the goal in the sixth minute, four hours, doubling in the lead in the 14th. Birmingham had in the third, seven minutes before half-time, then, but then Donkers getting 
giving Wolves a glimmer of hope one minute before the break. They only got in the second half, saw 18-year-old Fabio Silva score on the 18th minute, but it was not enough. Gary, Justin Lingard getting picking up man of the match. Your thoughts on, on the whole game? Because you watched the whole game. Thoughts on the whole game. Uh, first half, we were strong. We pushed. We kept pushing and pushing and pushing. Second half, we slipped off a bit. But I think at the end of the day, we should have been pushing all the time. Okay, let's see the uh, the Premier League table then. As like we mentioned, West Ham entered the top four on fifty-two points, four points behind Leicester City in third, and a big twenty-two points behind the cha- behind the soon-to-be champions Manchester City following their victory at Leicester this weekend. Man United as well picking up the victory. Uh, this weekend against Brighton, Chelsea. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the True Fans Podcast. Now, um, I'm here today. Obviously, it's a bit unusual for me not to be here with Kieran, so I'm actually doing the first half. Kieran will join me for the second half um, over on stereo. Well, obviously, we'll be on stereo now, but I'm personally recording this myself because, you know, fortunately, we don't have Kieran here. Um, to be able to watch the game so it's West Ham versus Wolves we are watching today um, I just want to say a big rest in peace to um, the man from Arsenal Fans TV um, absolute legend and yeah hopefully West Ham go fourth West Ham have the chance of going fourth and we'll see what happens obviously West Ham miss. Declan Rice due to injury um, which I don't think we would know this but yeah so the team is Fabianski Kufel Diop Dawson and Cresswell Masawaku uh, Lingard and Fornells, Sujek and Noble in centre defensive midfields, and Antonio up top. Um, obviously, Rice not in the squad today because he is injured and he's ruled out for at least two months, so it is going to be quite a heavy shot for West Ham because you know he's quite a big part of West Ham. But hopefully, we can still get three points at the Molyneux Stadium. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a good chance, really. Um, obviously, quite a few people have obviously noted that Declan isn't in the squad, which is a bit unusual, to be honest. Um, obviously, for me, I personally love Declan. I think he's an absolutely baller. I think he properly focuses on the game. He works hard, he doesn't give up he pushes to the limit and I'll be quite surprised if he doesn't get a team this season I think he's worked his absolute arse off this season and I think that has what has set him apart from the most of the other people in the league
advanced Google goal kick here. It's up the pitch. We are 2 minutes and 22 seconds in. In second half, Kieran's always ahead of me. I don't know if it's going to be on stereo or on a pre-recording. It might be live, we're not sure. Um, but I will 100% let you well, you'll be known. Because we will... If you follow the Instagram True Fans podcast, you'll know what game we will be watching next weekend. Maybe it might be a midweek game. Antonio getting through here. Antonio shot. Oh, it's a very good save. That is a magnificent save there from Ru Patricio. Absolutely magnificent. now to Craig Dawson which to be honest I don't think was the other card it just just clips him on the attack here Chesley God running forward. Go on, Lingard! 1 0 West Ham. Jesse Lingard. Come on. The brilliant run by Lingard. Jesse Lingard has just scored 
a very good goal. It's 1-0 West Ham, five minutes in. Currently now West Ham are in fourth position. This is looking very, very good for West Ham at the moment. Jesse Lingold, six goals and eight Premier League appearances for West Ham. Very, very good goal there by West Ham. Antonio on the run again here. It's a good cross and it's in the corner to West Ham United. Eight minutes and 29 seconds in. So West Ham corner here. It's crossing. Oh, it's headed away by Wolves defender. I'm gathering. Deal up getting a yellow card for a foul on Adam Traore. 
Here we go, West Ham now on the attack here. Jesse Lingo passing it to, oh, Noble who slips. I think it was Noble? Oh no, it was Cresswell, sorry, that slipped. And Antonio doing very well to get past three Wolves players there. Antonio and West Ham doing very well here. Jesse Lingard pushing through. Oh, it's a great attempt by Lingard, but it's straight into the path of Ruben uh, Ruben Trito. West Ham women's actually putting five past Reading's women um, the day before Easter. It was a very good game. Um, very well as well. Um, I think we played absolutely brilliantly for the women's. We're playing absolutely amazing at the moment. Bath of Cresswell. Cresswell with a great ball over the top. Who is it? It's Jesse Lingard on the ball here. Oh, it's great skill by Lingard. Antonio into the path of. Who scored? Put in by four nails. It's 2 0 West Ham. I think it is going to be quite an easy game for West Ham here. It's already 2 0 and it's within the first 15 minutes. It is 2-0 West Ham. 13 minutes and 59 seconds in. It's looking very, very good. Yeah. 
Um, we're looking very good at the moment, and we're pushing. Um, for Champions League spots at the moment, and I'm I'm loving life. To be truthfully honest, I think West Ham were very good at attacking. I was bringing in Lingard. Um, but under the spotlight, we are performing and we are doing well. I'm very happy to see that. I think it's something different, and West Ham are proving that we've got it in the locker. Wolves now on the attack here. It's Masuaku putting in a very good challenge, but apparently it's a foul to Neto from Masuaku. And a header from a corner into Ruben Neves. It was over the ball. We were looking very strong. And I think it's going to be a very, very easy game for West Ham, to be truthfully honest. We're looking absolutely amazing. Um, and I think, yeah, we're looking perfect, to be honest. West Ham playing very well here. Antonio now on the ball. So if I'm making a run down the right hand side, and it's going out for a West Ham throw in here, pushing very well. Oh my God. 
It's a cross in from Sufa and it's into the box. Manzoni unfortunately can't get his head up. It is 2-0 West Ham, 19 minutes into the first half. I think it's looking, to be truthfully honest, I think we're looking very strong. I think we're pushing, we're pushing, we constantly push. And I think it's showing that we we have the influence to go over and push. Um, I think for West Ham it's harder because obviously we're not expected to be where we are. Um, I don't try to raise down an inch at the moment, apparently unless he's trying to get a penalty for Wolves but it's not going to work here we go West Ham and Antonio wins us a free kick uh, there's no contact there from Craig Dawson on Adam Triore just Triore pushing but it is still 2-0 to West Ham after two absolutely amazing goals from Fornells and Jesse Lingard so Kieran will be joining us for the second half I think it's going to look very strong to be honest Dawson now to Diop Diop to Cresswell it's great defending Going into the box. Oh, it's just hit the crossbar. See, you fell on the ball here. Trying to get over to Antonio. Is it going to be free? Oh, and he hits it. Completely wrong with a header. Was going to look very, very good. And very unusual for Antonio to mess up a header there. So obviously Kieran will be taking over this podcast or live watch along, whatever you want to call it um, after the second half it's currently 22 minutes in West Ham still up 2-0 looking very very strong um, obviously it's going to be a lot different to the ones we normally do because we normally do them over on um, Stereo and we normally have people asking, obviously, ask us questions, us promoting everything. So like I said, obviously, we do have a True Fans Podcast Instagram. Um, if you are listening to this, please generally go and follow it. We post daily news and everything for that. There'll also be a Facebook and a Twitter going up. There's also a TikTok now. This, I know this sounds weird, but we actually have a TikTok, True Fans Podcast, all one word. It's exactly the same as the Instagram it's we're looking very likely to actually do well i think with this podcast um kieran doesn't know so i'm going to surprise him with that 
uh, message when he comes in the second half. But yeah, we Kieran doesn't know, so this is going to be fun when I release it to him. Um, so obviously, yes, if you didn't know, Reckon Wright has a knee injury and will be out for at least two months, they've said. Um, he has had scans um, and we're just waiting on the results from what I've heard. I've not heard anything else. Obviously, it is looking very likely we're going to be playing at Mark Noble a lot more. Coming from obviously the point of view of a West Ham fan, um, I'd like to see Noble to get uh, getting game time quite a lot more, focusing more on the game than anything else really. And Moyes has proven that he can take a low low class team to high levels. Um, obviously Liverpool. Uh, Man United and Everton not giving them really good chances to do it, but yeah, I think he's proved to himself, he's proved to himself and the rest of the Premier League that West Ham are not seem to be messed with. We are looking very strong against Wolves. I think we're going to do very well against them, to be honest. Um, I think we're a lot. We're going to look a lot stronger than people think, and I think we can push a lot more and look a lot more lively than anything. Um, looking very, very well. Yes, so Jesse Lingard obviously scoring the goal to put West Ham 1-0 up and then Fournals scoring the second goal to put us 2-0 up against Wolves. Obviously, us winning 4-0 against Wolves at the, near the start of the season and I think could be looking likely for another 4-0 win. I'm not going to say it, but it could be. And if it is, it's going to be very good because obviously we've beat Wolves at home and away 4-0 I'm not saying it's going to look too likely but I, I'd like to see it obviously we've got Kieran's point of view coming in the second half you've got my point of view also again back in the second half it is going to look absolutely amazing if West Ham get the win here they go up to fourth place one point above Chelsea and I think two points above Tottenham if I'm not mistaken um, we are pushing and I mean pushing for a top spot um, looking very very decent and playing football that we're kind of getting used to now I think West Ham fans are getting hopeful for European football maybe even Champions League Again, like I said, I'd like to see Champions League for West Ham. I'd love to see it. 
But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. If it does, it does. At the end of the day, there's nothing we can do about it. Obviously, with rice, it's going to be a huge loss. But it looks like we—it just looks like we're not missing rice, to be honest. And Sufo down now, injured, holding his fingers. got his hand standed on by Adam Triore there. Obviously no punishment will be given because it wasn't deliberate. He didn't mean to. So no punishment's given there. But Sufal is up and he is playing perfectly fine it looks like. But West Ham still 2-0 up here in the first half. 27 minutes in. Um, looking very very good. I think we can keep this. Fabianski looking very decent in goal. I think he's a very, very world-class keeper. Very underrated in the Premier League. And he's also obviously signed a one-year extension along with um, Noble at the end of the season. And Noble obviously leaving at the end of this season. <laughs> Looking very strong. We've played 14 games against the bottom half. We have won nine. We have drawn four. We have lost one. Against the bottom half for the table. So, obviously, looking very, very strong. Great hold on there by Kufel and Fabianski. Triori could have got to that, but obviously them getting in the way. If you're all wondering, West Ham are now obviously currently fourth in the Premier League. Like we said, one point above Chelsea. So obviously, their London, our London rivals are looking very. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say weak because obviously, yes, it was a five-two loss to West Brom, but I think it they could have been less if they were defending better. Um, but Thiago Silva's red card was. I don't think was a red card. To be honest, I think he slipped whilst defending. And it looks... It, it obviously looked worse than it was. Antonio going through here. Is it going to be free? It's hit the side netting. Antonio pushing through there like an absolute world-class player.
was very unlucky there. Very lucky there to not be conceding another goal. But I stand very unlucky. I'm telling you, he's obviously Dan for some reason. But Jesse Lingard's goal, what a run. Obviously, we'll ask Kieran um, what his thoughts were. And then Fournau's goals was quite easy. But it was a very tidy finish from Fournau's. So, 30, 31 minutes in, 50 seconds. We are at West Ham. Obviously, probably... Looking strong, but obviously Antonio's down now. We're just hoping that we don't have to see the back of Antonio. Antonio coming off. Kufal letting Traore past. And Kufal fighting back Traore for the ball and keeps it. Great clearance. Jesse Lingard running. Wolves looking scared. Oh, and it's a very unfortunate Lingard couldn't get to that. He's still 2 0 West Ham. 33 minutes in, almost going to 34 minutes. And I'll tell you what, I think West Ham are looking, uh, Wolves are looking quite strong. Obviously, two goals. Lingard's goal was good. Four Niles is a bit of a easy goal, to be honest. But Lingard's, I think, Ling, goal of the match has got to be Lingard's at the moment. Um, but Masawaku driving... Oh, no, I was sorry. So, 10 minutes to go to half-time, obviously. Uh, Wolves are on the attack. So obviously, like I said again, if you want to follow us, we do have a TikTok and an Instagram. So we have True Fans Podcast, all one word on both of them. Um, TikTok as well. We post, obviously, I'll post more on there than Kieran. Um, Instagram, we both control. So obviously, I'm, uh, Bowen is now coming on for Antonio. And Jared Bowen has come on for Mikel Antonio because Antonio Key was fell down after... Um, that run again that hits the side netting. 
So Bowen is now come on as a either a forward. I think they might drop for uh, Thornells into a cam position and bring Lingard up front. I'm not 100% sure. But we shall find out. West Ham looking pretty strong. Uh, and to be honest, it's I think West Ham are gonna do well. And obviously, I'm going to be dropping a little bit of news to Kieran about the um the TikTok account we have. Um, I think it's looking very good to be honest I think we can I'll see the podcast again True Fans Podcast it's on Anchor it's on Spotify it's on all available platforms please do go and listen because there will be a new one out tomorrow hopefully um, due to obviously we haven't posted the last couple of weeks due to being on the European break uh, international break sorry so we obviously thought oh, well, there's no point in really posting any, anything um we are looking towards uh, hopefully West Ham having a 3-0 lead. Um, it could be, you never know. But if we go into if we go into the first half at the end of the first half, 3-0 up, it's going to look likely that we're going to keep the lead. I'm not saying that again because of Arsenal, but hopefully we can keep the lead and go to fourth in the Prem. No holding up the ball here. Um. Yeah, it's looking very strong. Free kick, Wolves. West Ham are looking quite I wouldn't say I'd say we're looking alright to keep this lead but hopefully it's 37 minutes in here come West Ham now again on the attack with Lingard Lingard powering through Bowen's on the run is it going to be free it's going to be free Jared Bowen comes on as a substitute and scores with an absolute banging finish it's 3-0 West Ham, 37 minutes in.
and Lingard running through the Wolves midfield. And Bowman with an absolutely brilliant finish. I think we could also say that Patricio is obviously still maybe feeling the effects of the concussion that he suffered. But um, very good run by Lingard and Bowen with an absolutely fantastic finish. It is Wolves nil, West Ham free. And Bowen celebrating with a knee slide. Goals at 37 minutes and 49 seconds. So it's 39 minutes in now. Uh, about five minutes roughly till um, half time. West Ham looking very, very strong. Wolves had not had, they've had a few attacks, but they've not had one that's going to really affect the West Ham back line. So. Well, there you go. There's some facts for you if you're watching the game. Um, he has, or if you watched the game. So, West Ham have only done the double 98 years ago, 99 years ago, and 100 years ago. What a save. Oh, and they've put it over. Wolves having a very, very unlucky chance. But Neto should have finished. But it was a very, very lucky chance. Very lucky for West Ham there. Should have been 3-1. West Ham have the ball again here with Masuaku. I'm pretty sure it was Masuaku. Uh, they're on the attack here. Um, Wolves were on the attack, and I've I'm seeing a notification on my phone saying that Wolves are free. Have scored, so it's three-one to Wolverhampton uh, to West Ham still. But could this be the comeback the Wolves are looking for? Uh, it's it's just we're going to have to wait and see. Um, obviously we'll also get Kieran's point of view on the first half um, when he comes on but I think it's looking very very decent game 3-1 um, West Ham Dandonka scoring for Wolves obviously it, it is hurtful to say that But Wolves obviously having a goal here. Uh, 
There you go, there's walls breaking through. Forty three minutes or forty four minutes in now. Three one. Looking very, very poor there. But poor defending, but can West Ham mount another goal to make it another three-goal lead? We're fighting for it. Here comes West Ham. Oh, and Gerald Bowen. Oh, Bowen taking a little knock and a limp there, holding his hamstring. We can't afford to have another injury. Yarmolenko obviously injured after playing up front against Man United. And now Antonio's gone off, um, obviously injured. It looks like. Or being careful. We're going to see how many minutes is added on. In 10 seconds. Three minutes added, so it will go to 48 minutes. Adam Troy already looking, having a very good run there to set up the goal. It is a very good goal and very well worked. Obviously, Lingard pushing through that squad like it's absolutely nothing. A lot of hot knife through butter. So Wolves are three one up, three uh, one down. It's a very good attack. And he just happened to put one away. Here comes the kick from Fabianski down to Bowen. Bowen gets up, trying to get up for the header, couldn't get it. West Ham now obviously trying to push pressure onto Wolves to make them crack again, like they have done. Like I said, True Fans Podcast, all one word on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and also, there will be a Facebook and a Twitter going live soon, hopefully, as well. Sujek says, oh, and there was a tackle there, but the ref says no. Sujek apparently taken down, I don't know who it was, but taking down somebody, and the ref telling the players no, it does not count as a foul because there was no contact. Great defender there by West Ham. Now we need to get it away. West Ham need to get it away here. And it's a very good clearance. I think that was Cresswell just whacking it up the pitch. Should have been a foul. But I think we are going to see West Ham three Wolves one going into the first, going to end the first half. We are 46 minutes in. Obviously, Aaron Cresswell doing very well. So is Bowen, obviously, coming on and scoring. And then Jesse Lingard's first goal, and then 4 now. So, all players who have scored are on the pitch at this current moment. Looking very strong. Obviously, yes, West Ham did lose the lead 3 1. It's a very good crossover there, but it should have got them to it. 
Well, again, like like I said, West Ham are looking very strong, holding the ball. Antonio through. Oh, and Antonio, not Antonio, sorry, Masawaku making a bad pass. But at the end of the first half, West Ham three, Wolves one, looking very, very good there. And obviously, we will be back for the second half. Thank you guys for listening.